Hi friends, I'm Michael Talbert, and I'm very excited to be here with you as the host of Operation Adventure, the podcast. On this episode, I'm sitting down with a friend, colleague, and mentor, Tracy DeLeon, as we explore both Burgaw and Southport, North Carolina, two beautiful towns that have captured both of our hearts. We discuss careers, dream jobs, and destinations that we would love to travel to. And we may have mentioned a few individuals that have inspired us along the way. Tracy is an award-winning actress, model, host, and creative artist. She's been in films such as Danny Freud, Family Possessions, What Matters, and can be seen in upcoming films such as Broadside and Kill Giggles. Tracy has also produced a couple of episodes of Operation Adventure and feature film A Nun's Curse. Now, since we're all friends here, I figured I'd let you all in on a little secret. That is, this podcast was recorded July of 2018 right before I was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia, which is why the podcast has been delayed slightly. This introduction is getting pretty wordy, so I'm going to wrap it up and say I hope that you enjoy the podcast, which begins now. One of the things that I want to do with this podcast series is go to extraordinary places with extraordinary people and interview them about the adventures we just embarked on. And today we traveled to both Bergal, North Carolina, and we ended our day in Southport, North Carolina, which they're an hour apart. However, they are the setting for one of my favorite films, I Know What You Did Last Summer. And to give you all a little bit of backstory about it, I Know What You Did Last Summer was the first horror film that I had ever seen. And I saw it Halloween night of 1998, staying up extremely late on Halloween night. I think it was like 11 o'clock. And, you know, it was a... It was extremely late for, like, a fourth grader, and (laughs) I stayed up late and watched this movie, and it completely terrified me. I was like, I love this movie, and I want to tell stories like this, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you to the people who, you know, wrote, directed it, starred, and also the crew behind making it, because y'all inspired me to start telling stories myself. Isn't it, it's like amazing when you find those people who like project you into something that you never even thought you'd be interested in. Right. And there you are. You're right there and you're in it. And it's the most beautiful experience that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I completely, I completely agree with you. Now, Tracy, we've done a lot together. Mm-hmm. And before, actually, before we talk about the podcast itself, I feel like I've talked a lot about myself in the last, like, however long I've been talking. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you? Hmm. Okay, so I'm a mother of two. I have a son. Uh, He's 23. My daughter just turned 20. So I have two kids. I'm originally from Kentucky. I now reside in North Carolina, but I am bi-coastal. Now, to tell everyone a little bit about how we met, Hmm. do you know, do you remember how we met? Um, I do remember friending you on Facebook because you were part of What Matters. And then well, we met on set, right? Or wait. No, we... No, it was the... It was Family Possessions. Sorry about that. No, but I didn't work on Family Possessions. No, you didn't, but you were there. I was... Yeah, so I was there for the premiere, but we actually met before that, kind of, sort of. We did? Because you friended me on Facebook. That's true, yes. And I remember being like, all right, so who is Tracy DeLeon? <laughs> I don't know her, but I'm going to add her, because I, like, creeped on your Facebook when you sent me the, the firm request, and I was like, okay, I can vibe with her. It was just something about your profile that, like, was very, you know, welcoming, and I just felt safe with it. And I don't normally add just anyone. Me neither. So, I added you, and then I met you at Family Possessions, and I remember saying, 
oh, aren't you Tracy DeLeon? And you're like, yes, aren't you Michael Talbert? And, I, and so, <laughs> and so it was like instant friendship. Yes. It was like right away connected, wasn't uh-huh. it? And we, we watched Family Possessions together. We mm-hmm. sat in the back of Taps Art Center and watched the film together. Wasn't it amazing? It was. And that was one of... I actually think that was their first film that I had ever seen that Tommy and Robbie had done. Okay, so in that moment when Tommy was like, get up here, Tracy, I was like, wow. Wow. I think that right there... Those two guys, I can't... You know, uh-huh. I, I, I don't even have to talk to you about... You know that they are my life. They are like... They are super... Their work is truly amazing. They actually just had a film, Family Possessions, that came out on DVD. So, guys, go to Walmart, go to Amazon, buy that copy. Yes, you guys. Yes, get that merch. Anything Tommy Faircroft. He's brilliant. He is. He is extraordinary. He's someone that... I don't know that I've ever told you this. Years ago, back in, like, 2015, I want to say, I did a series. Tommy reached out to me and was like, hey... I think it's extraordinary that, well, I don't exactly, I'm not going to quote him word for word, but pretty much just like, I think it's extraordinary that you're actually doing something instead of just talking about doing something. And that meant a lot because I didn't know Tommy then. I had never been around Tommy. We were just friends on Facebook. That spoke a lot about his character to me. And I knew right then and there, I was like, I want to work with him eventually. And then they did Family Possessions and I wanted to work on the, on it with them. But two things happened. So, <laughs> the first thing, uh, the first thing was that they filmed the week after my spring break. Mm. The week, the my spring break, I filmed on a movie. I was in Charleston. I was in Wilmington for a film festival. I was in Myrtle Beach. Then I was back in Charleston. And then back in Myrtle Beach. Like, it was a crazy time. Like, I got back and I couldn't even talk. Because I hadn't, like... And I wasn't partying at all. I was just working. Yeah. And I was so super exhausted. And then my car at the time was also... You know, it, it was a 2002 Camry. And I love that car. I miss that car. But I didn't want to drive that car to Greenville, North Carolina. No. And take that chance. So, I had to pass on working on the project. You know, I like, I wish that wouldn't have been the case. But it was. Today we went to both Southport and Burgaw, or I should say Burgaw and then Southport. What did you think about Burgaw? Because that was the first time you had been there, right? That's the first time I've actually been in Burgaw. And Burgaw was actually really nice. I love the old quaint towns. The old mm-hmm. small towns. They have more of a homey feel for me. They do. They do. They're super welcoming, super inviting. We stopped at Harold's Department Store. It was established, I believe, in 1903. Mm-hmm been a family owned and operated business for 115 years i just think that that is extraordinary and then today when we went to the amuse theater that's here in southport we're talking to the owner and he's like yeah this this has been a family owned and operated business for 100 years this month Mm -hmm. today today was it today i think he said today I, I, i i was thinking he said this month but if he said today like i mean regardless it's been in the family 100 years So I thought that that was, again, extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love small, quaint towns that have so much history in them that are near the coast. And a majority of the people that I've met here today, the locals at least, have been super friendly and inviting and welcoming. And I just can't rave about them enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
very friendly here. Mm-hmm. Even in Bergal. I mean, anywhere you go, actually anywhere up and down the south coastline, you're going to find amazing, friendly people. Well, and I actually think that that's true for just the world in general. Because when you travel, you're going out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you start talking to someone, even if they are completely opposite of you, nine times out of ten... They're going to welcome that conversation. Yes. And so that's what I find extraordinary about traveling. And that's why I love traveling. I love traveling. I want to do more of it. I do too. Traveling, doing this vlog series, Operation Adventure. YouTube.com slash Operation Adventure. Go to it. If you're not, yeah, if you're not subscribed, you should subscribe. And then with this podcast, I was like, you know, why not podcast from the location that I'm at? Like, it would be crazy not to. You know, yes. so now <laughs> before we wrap this up, I also wanted to talk about. So we, we mentioned that we met at Tommy and Robbie's premiere, and then we got sidetracked with that we did. conversation because they're so awesome. But we also worked on a movie together. We did. What matters? Yeah, the film was called What Matters. So we did that film, but we did not shoot any scenes together. We filmed no scenes together, so our characters never meet. However, you're not a fan of my character in the movie. So. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because a lot of people find the character extremely funny, which is something good. I was, like, glad that people were laughing and even cheering at some parts in the film when it involved my character. <laughs> like, when they cheered, so there's a scene, I was like, the last scene that I'm in in the film, people cheer. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't die. I'm not going to, I don't die. But something does happen and they cheered and I was like <laughs> I don't know whether to be proud of this or not but you know overall when you, and then you walk out of the theater and you know people are like oh my god I can't even talk to you right now but then like no I'm just kidding <laughs> it, you know it becomes it, it's just an eye opening experience and it's it was an eye opening experience playing someone that was totally opposite of me and that was the most challenging part I mean this character the only thing that we had in common was the fact that we wore all black. Yes. <laughs> that, that was the only thing we <laughs> the had in common. Only thing. Uh, but, you know, we don't have the same viewpoints. We don't. There's a lot of differences between him and me. And But I thought, like, if I didn't take the role. Because initially, when I, when I was offered the role, it was, hey, we want you to play this role. This is the character. And the character does this, this, and this in the film. And I was like, I don't know that I want to play that. And Drew, who directed the film, he was like, well, this is the... You know, he explained it. This is the reasoning behind it. It was really good to have that one-on-one talk with him. And then I had, um, I play a cop in the film, and I, obviously a not-so-good cop. And then I had my cousin, who is a cop, he was murdered in the line of duty. Hmm. And so I was like, am I, if I play this cop that's not a good cop, am I doing a disservice to him? No. And then I realized, talking with other law enforcement officers, yes, there are people like, like this out there. Would you be doing a disservice to your cousin? No, you wouldn't. Because you're you're shining a light on bad cops. And what good cops hate more than anything is a bad cop. And I was like, thank you for that. So that was a, a, a big reasoning 
of why, you know, I decided to take it. And then, obviously, I read the script and was like, oh, my God. Like, it takes you through so many ups and downs. You're laughing in some parts. You're crying in others. And I really love the fact that, like, and I think it the, the script is obviously really good. Yes. But the acting was extremely good in the film. We're not painting this biased picture. We're telling people what to think about, but we're not telling people what to think. Yeah. And that was extremely important for me taking the role. I'm just, I'm so super thrilled that it worked out that way. I am extremely happy on how it turned out. It's, it's been an amazing thing for us to to see and to screen it and, and even the first screening even when it was just us the cast and the crew it was just a most fulfilling feeling for me mm-hmm. I don't know whether it was because of everything that was going on or the similarities that I had for her because she's fighting for something strongly that she believes in and you know on the side the bullying thing so i'm very i'm very connected to this film right in so many different ways it's it's it touches subjects that's happening now like now mm-hmm. we have so we've chatted about we've chatted about how we've known each other we've chatted mm-hmm. about our friends mm-hmm. and we've kind of talked about the adventure but why don't we get back to the adventure part of this episode yes and I'll say, what did you think about... This is the first time that you and I have really... Like, we've gone places together, but we have never done an Operation Adventure Travel together. Mm-hmm. So, what was that like for you? I loved it. I love to travel. I love to seek out new things. I mean, I've never been to Burgaw, but I have been to Southport. I just haven't been deep into Southport like we were today. And mm-hmm. it was fascinating learning all the history. Right. Not just about it, but the people. Yeah, and there's some fascinating history. When I was doing my homework on Southport... There was a lot that I learned that I didn't know before. And, like, the town was actually, when it was first, like, founded in the 1700s, was called Smithsville, after Ben Smith, who was mm. a colonel in the Revolutionary War. And then they changed the name in, I believe, 1887 to Southport because they wanted to be known as, like, this major shipping port in town. Well, that or makes in, sense. Sorry, not in town, but in, you know, North Carolina. Out of the two names... I think my favorite is Southport. It makes more sense, Southport. Smithville Smithville just does not... That sounds like a suburban area inland. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it really is. We were actually shooting a video today, and it won't make it to air because it's going to be a blooper. But I called it, like, Bennettsville, and I was like, wait, no. <laughs> Where are we again? <laughs> Keep in mind, though, like, we, like, we've been here since 2 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock now. <laughs> we've been walking around town. Exploring. <laughs> so between the two, Burgaw and Southport, which one's your favorite? That is, oh, that's difficult. Um, I feel a little bit more connected to Burgaw, but at the same time, I feel like it's, it's not going to make sense. And it sounds like such a hypocrite. I could see myself eventually living in Southport, hmm. but I feel very comfortable in Bergal. Got it. If that, that makes, makes sense. sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, because like I went there a few weeks ago. I've actually spent more time in Bergal and in Southport the last three weeks than I have my entire life. Because <laughs> I've filmed not only Operation Adventure up here over the last three weeks I have been filming another film called The Farmhand. I could see myself owning a small house up here and 
one day, but not in the near future. Uh, not until not until film incentives are restored, folks. North Carolina, get with <laughs> it. Where would you like to go in the near future? Mm-hmm. You're really asking me that. Y- uh, yes. Beaufort. Beaufort. South Carolina's one. And then there's one. I don't know where it's at, but I this is one place I really do want to go. I have to find it. I don't know where it is, but it was um, the house for Kevin Costner and a message in a bottle. Do you remember that film? Yeah. It was on the North. Car- it was based on the North Carolina coast. Now I've heard it was filmed in Maine. Some filmed in North Carolina. I actually, so I, I, I think that I don't know where it was filmed. I think I was thinking it was filmed in in North Carolina, but then I also thought that it was filmed in, like, I want to say Oregon. I thought it was Maine, but that's one spot, and then the spot on the Notebook in the canoe with all the ducks. Definitely want to find that All right, spot. so I, I can take you to the notebook location. And I'll do my homework on A Message in the Bottle. And I we'll, will, too. We'll see what we can find out. We'll come up with some group. We will. Thinking about the day Tracy and I travel from Bergal to Southport always puts a huge smile on my face. That day was special. Not only did we explore two beautiful towns, we also filmed a two-part vlog series visiting the filming locations used in the 1997 horror film, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Honestly... It made the nine-year-old in me a bit happy. I'm not even going to lie. If you haven't, make sure to check out the videos. They will be listed in the show notes below. Or you can check them out at youtube.com slash operationadventure or operationadventure.org. Remember earlier in the podcast when I mentioned I was diagnosed with leukemia? Well, now I'm in remission. However, I'm still healing. And because of that, our upload schedule will be monthly. Now that you've heard us, please feel free to reach out to us on our socials and say hi. I'll post them down in the show notes below. Make sure to rate and review our podcast wherever you listen. It helps people find us, and please consider subscribing. Send it to your friends and tell them to subscribe as well. Operation Adventure has found a home for our podcast over at Anchor, which provides this really cool way for us all to interact. Through the Anchor app, you can actually call in and talk to me. Then I can incorporate it into the Operation Adventure podcast. 